Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Anime Nerd. And today, your boy is just going to go ahead and do um some, you know, anime news, Marvel news, because you know I like to watch that. And, you know, my thoughts on a certain thing about Blu-rays having digital copies of anime versus having like a hard copy of it. And that's going to be for today's topic. Otherwise, I'm hoping everybody's having a great day. Hopefully, everybody had a great, safe weekend and everything like that. Granted, I know I'm dropping this podcast on Monday because I didn't do none for Saturday. So I figured I'd just do Monday and Wednesday and drop it so you guys can have, you know, the double anime nerd feature that you guys are so used to getting. So with that further ado, let's go ahead and begin today's topic. to this podcast for weekly reviews on all of your favorite anime, manga, and games. See you soon! So, first off, we're going to go ahead with the Spider-Man returning back to the MC, the MC universe. MCU universe. Yeah, that's how you say it. Anyway, so, a lot of you guys know within like a couple of weeks ago that Spider-Man and Sony had a fallout and Sony pulled out from Spider-Man. Well, I knew that it wasn't going to last long because when it comes to Disney, aka who is over in the Marvel Studios, they're going to go ahead and do what they got to do to get back a very iconic character into the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, therefore, I mean, granted, it took a lot longer than I expected, but at the same time, it wasn't that long. I say it took like about a week or two before Spider-Man finally came back. Now, granted, I was kind of a little bit disappointed because I wanted to see what Sony had planned for Tom Holland and Spider-Man. But at the same time, I guess it's right because, you know, technically Tom Holland Spider-Man is in the MCU, so it would be a little bit weird not him, not him teaming up with certain characters or having certain character, you know, uh, announce or mention into it. I highly doubt we would have seen Nick Fury in a Spider-Man movie if that Sony um and uh, what we call a Marvel little breakup would have still been lasting long. Now, granted, I'm not all that excited for it because you know I don't know what the future is going to hold after this next movie of Spider-Man. I know it's like he's due for one more movie and then two. Or a couple of more movie, like he'll pop in a movie, which is kind of cool to see Spider-Man in a movie. So, who knows what the future will hold for that Spider-Man? All I do know is 
that when it's all said and done, I'm hoping that Spider-Man, we get to see like Carnage, Venom, Sabretooth, all the, you know, all the other iconic Spider-Man movies into like further films of Spider-Man, not just that one. And if they are going to do it, either Sony itself is who's going to probably take back Spider-Man once it's all said and done, or Marvel go ahead and add these characters on. Because we always see all the your, your typical hero. You got, you know, well, what's the surprise? Actually, I don't think I've seen the Goblin in this Spider-Man, which I think they decided to stay away from that route. And... If you ask me, I wouldn't mind actually seeing the Goblin on that Spider-Man because, you know, I want to see who else can predict the Goblin like in the very, in the Tobin Maguire Spider-Man and so like that. And the Lizard would be iconic too, which, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man predict showed and Electro, they have that. So, you know what I noticed? A lot of these Spider-Man have these different different type of characters, oh, well, enemies, and they predict them differently. But I would like to go ahead and see like the sinister the sinister six and all that in the Marvel film. So we'll see how it all leads up and everything like that for the most part. But yeah, your boy Tom Holland, aka Spider-Man, is back in Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I guess all is well in the world. I'm hoping everything will go well. Hopefully everybody is excited about it. I might not be too excited, but I'm okay with the fact that he's back and into the right universe where you know he's originally from so we'll see how it goes from there nobody would know all right ladies and gentlemen so you guys already know that we're in the fall semester of the anime and a couple of shows are returning like my hero academia which i'm pretty sure everybody is excited about, so I had to take a little something to drink. My throat is a little harsh. Look at me sounding so proper. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so My Hero Academia is coming back and everything like that. And with that being said, there's an announcement that My Hero 1 Justice game will get a sequel, which I'm not really surprised because if you played the One Justice game, then you kind of know it kind of give you that like that very first, if you ever played the Naruto um, Clash of Ninja games on the GameCube and so, then you kind of get that feel of the One Justice game. So pretty much um, the One Justice game is going to get a sequel. And I'm just going to give you guys a little tidbit, and then I'm going to give you guys my expectation of what I would like to see in the game. So in an article posted, uh, My my Hero One Justice game gets sequel. Uh, by Crystalline Hod- Hod- Hodgkins. Um, it said, this year, the 44 issue of the Suicha Weekly Shonen Jump magazine announced on Monday that Bandai-, Bandai Namco Entertainment My Hero 1 Justice game is getting a sequel titled My Hero Academia 1 Justice 2. The battle action game will launch for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, in Japan, the Xbox One Japan version will be a digital-only version, and the magazine did not reveal the anything. So, pretty much, it's to be expected that the game is going to be coming out. No, there's no release date yet for it um, or anything like that, but it's going to be a follow-up to the first game that came out. Now, when I played the game, I personally enjoyed it. Now, granted, the character movement wasn't really smooth. It was kind of weird and awkward looking. So my expectation for this next one is, one, 
get the character movement down to, I don't know, something that's not awkward at all. Two, uh, shoot, just make it smooth. Just it, and it just needs to be smooth. The character movements and fighting style wasn't too smooth. Now, the game wasn't horrible because it was fun playing as your favorite you know, characters from the My Hero Academia series. It's just that it just wasn't smooth and it didn't flow as, like, say, how how Class of the Ninja um, was on the GameCube. If you play those, you remember the first one was, wasn't all that, but then as the second and third one came out, everything was a lot more fluent than how the first one was. So I kind of expect the game to go off like that. Now, I also expect the story mode to be more in-depth and maybe a little bit more cutscenes. You probably might even, they probably might even change it up from the way it was, how you get little pieces of artwork to like how the Naruto series was um, Revolution, where you get little cutscenes of the characters doing fighting moves and stuff like that. Because I feel like it will have a little bit more of a bigger budget than what they did initially, seeing how the last one was pretty um, successful. It wasn't all that successful, but it was pretty successful. So I expect it to get a little bit more of a like a bigger budget so they can do cut scenes and stuff like that. I also expect to see more characters. That's what I'm hoping for. More characters. You didn't get a whole lot, but you got some, but I expect to see all the class one, a some of one B characters, more majority of the villains and everything like that. Cause there's a ton, a ton of characters that they can add in this game that in the first one, they didn't have at all. So I expect to see a lot more characters being able to be played for. Like, hmm, let me see. It's just it's just too much. It's just too much. Maybe like those um those the top three students from the My Hero Academia uh, class from UA. You know, I don't I don't know what you I forgot their names because it slipped my mind. But I expect to like see them and stuff like that and everything like that because. It will make the game even more awesome and more people will want to buy it. Therefore, increasing your budget even more because they see it. So I'm going to stay very, pay very close attention to it and give you guys updates and any news or anything like that in a release date. More than likely, I predicted it come out like sometime in the spring or summer of 2020, maybe even fall. That's the latest I will push it. I don't see it coming out no time this year. Or in the beginning of next year, seeing how they just announced it and everything like that. Not unless they already have it developed a lot further than what I thought it was. But for as of right now, I don't see that happening. It is what it is, though. But I can't wait for it because, you know, your boy is definitely going to play it. And if you play the game, you definitely need to let me know what you think. And if you're nice, come find me and we're going to see who you're going to see. My Todoroki skill is up there and with my Midoriya skill. So you guys definitely, definitely, definitely need to go ahead and try to holla at your boy. All right, so my final topic for today's podcast, seeing how I cover a little random of everything from Marvel to My Hero Academia to now this. So I had a discussion with a couple of my friends, and we were talking about digital versus hard copy and which one is better. Now, personally, to me, I don't mind digital. It's good for, like, if you're going, like, on trips where the internet access ain't easy and stuff like that. But I don't mind having the hard copy. 
And the reason why is to me is you get to collect them. And it's like a collectible list. Like you collect your favorite type of stuff. It's a treasure that you can easily pass down to your kids if you wanted to. That's what I'm doing. I'm pretty much collecting down a whole bunch of anime so I could show my kids what I used to watch back in the day so they could see it. Because digital, who say that company won't go belly up and then all that hard money that you pay, that that you know show that you bought is gone and everything like that. That's why I prefer to have uh, uh, um, what did I say? a hard copy, pretty much a Blu-ray, DVD version of the anime series and everything like that is because... I want to be able to be to hold on to something that I treasure as a kid and as an adult and show it to my kids in the future as they grow older. And then if the anime thing ain't for them and hey, you know, that's fine. They don't have to watch it. But it's for them and they want to know it, then they can watch it. And who knows, maybe they could show their kids. And then I'm pretty sure they'll have a lot more amazing character. But my kids wouldn't know who Naruto is and who's Sasuke and who's, you know. Midori and all those top shows out there, they better know who Goku is. That's at least one, the OG. All right. But that's the reason why I prefer it. Now, I'm not knocking digital because there's there's um benefits for digital. Like I said, it's much more easier to carry and hold it onto your phone and show everyone, you know, oh, check out this show. Here, I got it downloaded already. Go check it out and watch it. Compared to like, hey, you got a DVD player and powers out and everything like that. So there's benefit for both. Now, if you're like me, though, even though I did say I get the hard copy, I also get the digital one, too, where I, because they come in, they now do it as three, like Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. So therefore, you can easily have the best of both worlds and just have it readily available and accessible for whatever use you never might know so it's like it just really depends though i know some people like the digital just because it keeps the clutter down and then you got some people who are hoarders like me i'm not really a hoarder but i'm just saying when it comes to the anime series that you just don't mind having your favorite series and you want you would you just want it in your hand and everything like that so you know i can't I can't really tell which one is better than the other. I'm just concerned for it, though, because there is have been a lack of sales on the hard, the digital copy. Well, not the digital copy, but the hard copies. And it's because more people prefer digital. And, you know, like I said, it's the preference, but I really don't want, you know, the digital to overtake the hard copy to the point where they don't even do hard copies no more. Because then it, it will suck. It's going to suck. And then there's no way to get your version of your favorite show because they can easily take off the digital from their site where they can hope where if you have the hard copy, they can't do that unless they take it out of your body or not your body. It's a little too extreme, but you know what I mean? Y'all it's like, it is what it is, but at the same time, you know, I don't want something to disappear that I hold forever. That's kind of like taking away my legacy in a way, not really like legacy, like this is what I left behind, but like for my kids who might want to see and check out the legacy of other authors and all those people who work hard in time and effort. So you never know how the future is going to hold and stuff like that. But that was just my little quick little rant about that um, topic. Nothing more, nothing less. But as always, this has been your host, Anime Nerd. Hopefully you guys enjoy 
definitely, definitely, definitely follow me on you YouTube. Follow me on Instagram and and what is that little bird thing? Oh, Twitter. <laughs> follow me on Twitter at AnimeNerd92. You guys already know. Hit your boy up. Peace.